a genuine thank you to all of our listeners for these 100 episodes of Pure Fun. Welcome to episode 100 of Horde of Notions. I'm your host, Chris. With me tonight, the two regular hosts. First of all, it's Will. Inviting me was a really bad idea. Although I do want to say that we have a new sponsor for the podcast. And that's Mr. Lansdale's Cajun Alligator Bits. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Lansdale's Cajun Alligator Bits is the new sponsor of Horde of Notions. Fuck me. And of course, we have Travis. I don't know what accent to attempt after that. Just don't. <laughs> oh, I don't want to play this game anymore. So we finally made it to 100 episodes. We probably would have been there about a year ago, but Travis and Will just stopped wanting to podcast. Okay, one. We like we've done like 130 of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Will this was taking like... one very long poop. <laughs> One, Chris quit. And two, yeah, we've like, we've recorded so many episodes that, for the most part, didn't get recorded. The sound was bad. There's also a few that just, we decided it was better than seeing the light of day. So this is 100 according to episodes released, but it's not actual 100. Sorry, people. No big oh. celebration a la A-Team. Yeah. I think their gift for 100 was the best gift they've ever given us in not recording one. <laughs> they should continue that trend. So mean. Also, I, I haven't been on this podcast for 100 episodes. Even count, Actually, probably counting the ones that didn't uh, get released, I've been here for 100. But Travis hasn't been here for 100. So, really, it's it's just a number of like people. Late 30s, early 40s. When did you come on, Will? Was it like 19 or something? Yes. I think I think there there was like an episode of it was like eighteen or nineteen that I like showed up and then two episodes later you guys were like hey come back and I thought that was a terrible idea and pretty much between like twenty and I think twenty five I just like came up with reasons not to be there which is weird because I wasn't actually a real host and yet I was avoiding coming on the podcast but then you got and then we had John Finkel on and I was like I guess I can show up. I think it was KYT's idea for us to podcast together in the first place. Yes, we went to Romados, which is the this fantastic chicken place in You Montreal. must hate both of you. Uh, I'm used to everyone always being in love with me, so that clearly cannot be true. Really? Tell us more about your new girlfriend, Will. Sure. I thought we were here to talk about magic cards. Well, you know... Your new girlfriend and my power nine are the same thing in that they don't exist. Uh, sure. Why you gotta be that low? Because <laughs> he was being a dick. I'm actually confused as to whether Lansdale really has power line ma- making his metaphor work or if we're just gonna spiral out of control very quickly. <laughs> are you new here? <laughs> are you hourly? Fair enough. <laughs> Hey, I have a piece of Power 9. Is, is, am I the most Power 9-owning person on the podcast? I honestly thought you were going to say I have a penis. So, <laughs> I... 
I think that one's slightly less believable than him having power nothing. Fair enough. Hey, I have four kids, so I mean, I have, my penis works. Overtime. <laughs> wow. So this is a conversation we're actually having. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if people were tuning in because they were like, oh, it's episode 100, something special is going to happen, and we're going to act different and not immature, <laughs> you're sorely mistaken. That's right. They turn in for the the tales of my penis trophies. I don't think even your wife would turn, turn in for that. I'm pretty sure he's got a good point there. Which, for Will, is an accomplishment, because the only point he normally has is the one on top of his head. No, I just pictured Will and Dunce's cat. Oh. I suppose there's far worse things you could have done. Anyway. So who's... uh, If we look at uh, some of the people that we've had on the show, of course the original cast was me and Adina and Noyan, who most of you probably don't even remember, and some guy named Jack. He's uh, actually, so this is probably, since you mentioned Jack, this is probably a really good time to do this. Uh, We're going to have the Horde of Notions in Memoriam section. We're going to have three seconds of silence for one Jack LaCroix, who left this world far too early. For those of you at home thinking, like, ah, he died because, like, sex swing, bear rednecks, uh, pit in his basement. You're actually all wrong. Die to measles. Get your kids vaccinated. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, the, the cast actually started uh, after I was on a show called The Avant Card Show, which no longer exists. It's not related to me being on it. Yeah, we've outlived tons of shows. Suck it. Oh, and uh, that basically gave me the podcasting bug and I put out a call on Twitter for people who'd be interested in starting a podcast Uh, Adina had just been on Monday Night Magic and was the toast of the town everybody was raging about or raving rather about this girl who knew about magic for some reason yes back in the non-misogynistic old days right before we have come as a community since then not at it's all. Five or six scandals per year. Uh, and then uh, from there, Jack was also on Monday Night Magic and was making it very clear that he would go on any podcast that asked him because he was the original podcast whore. He was. And then he was usurped by the one and only Lansdale. For a while. And then, at some point, um, Joey Pascoe recommended Noyan join the show. This was before the first episode. I was looking for a fourth person. don't remember much about Noyan. Yeah, that's probably true. Noyan was a griefer and a troll. Have you ever actually met him? So he was Will. Hey, no, hey, no, hey. No, he made Will look like Barney the Dinosaur. What's wrong with Barney the Dinosaur? How long you got? Uh, about, uh, how long is this podcast going to go for? About ten minutes, if you're not careful. See, look, right there was a perfect way for us to segue back into penis jokes, and we avoided it. <laughs> we are improving. It took a hundred episodes, but we're getting there, America. I don't think saying this is a perfect way to segue into something, and then stating... 
<laughs> what we should have segued, uh, talking about what we should have segued into is uh, really avoiding the subject. Yeah, it's a good thing you're not paid to think then, isn't it? Uh, what now? Yeah. So, Noyan, uh, yeah, Noyan was a griefer, and I remember when we had Mike Flores on, who would be one of our favorite guests, uh, Flores ripped into him for trying to play Squadron Hawks and Brainstorm in Legacy. Saying it was just really cute, and he was going to die to everything under the sun. Was this the Prime Directive discussion? Well, um... I believe it might have been. It was definitely around the same time as he told me that the combo I was trying to put together was too much work. This was back even like when I was even worse than I am now for bad deck ideas. I know that seems hard to believe. Hey, man, I mean, at least I never fell in love with Aurelius Fury. I need to go back to your articles and find the really bad cards you fell in love with. That shouldn't take long. What about the really bad cards you lost to, like Lost in the Mist? I don't remember that happening. Uh, we'll get to the, we'll get to the uh, that stuff in a minute, but let's look at... So when Noyan left, because he hated me, which would be a recurring theme, uh, he was replaced by Will. Yay, me! Huge bloody mistake. Uh, and we haven't been able to get rid of him since. Yay, me. And then for a long time, for at least, what, 30 shows, it was the three of us, and it was... No, it was me, you, well, Jack, four. and Adina. Yeah. That was, that was a good combination for a long time. We had good chemistry when everybody would show up. That is true. Also, we had structure. Yeah, we had show notes and stuff. Think about it. Jack actually brought structure to this podcast. I think you'll find that was Adina. Uh, but Jack was part of the structure in this podcast. Jack also appeared on this podcast. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, yeah that, that did happen. And then after Mr. LaCroix, we got the one, and unfortunately... Or, sorry, luckily, the only. Travis. Well, not right away. Uh, we did do a bit of an audition. Well, if you, you remember. You auditioned and I won? Ha! We did uh, not. Who was on? Th- there were two people on. It was you and... Uh, was it Arthur Halloway was on with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Because Adina and I ditched you and you're like, uh, guys... I want a podcast, and you're not podcasting with me, and that's not very cool, so I'm going to go and find new hosts to podcast with. So you found Travis and whoever. You and you're like three voice in an English accent, Will. Yeah. What is it? Oh, it, yeah, episode 41, Put Me In Coach. Travis Hall and, yeah, Arthur. Halavis? Yeah. Halavis? 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 He also has twins now. Does it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know who else we have so, like, This means that eventually Jack is going to have twins. That seems creepy. Uh, so actually, yeah, so we... It was Jack off, obviously, because, you know. Then there was Travis and Arthur. Then, which was 41. 43, 
is where Travis came on. And 42, we had another quote-unquote audition that Chris did not approve of. Um, was that D- Dipple Sticks? No. No, that that episode never actually was released. Cause it was, that, is, that remains the only episode with a guest that we did not put up because it was so bad. Yes. But no, that he that was, he was not the person that was on. Uh, episode forty two featured the one and only Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is probably should have been the second episode with a guest that never went up. <laughs> Josh Lemish? No, no, that would be. Oh. Might not have been bad. Well, don't 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 <laughs> I would say the yeah. conjugal friend of one of the hog- podcast hosts. Yeah, and I'll give you a hint. It was Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry. You need to give the guy his proper title. Grand Prix Top 8 competitor, Josh. <laughs> Fair enough. Also, Travis, just for a future reference, uh, Joshua Lemish has already had a stroke uh, saying that he could one day come on this podcast, which is absolutely ludicrous and never going to happen, Josh, is going to give him like another stroke or heart attack or something like oh, that. I can guarantee you he's having several strokes right now. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> Stroke it to the east. <laughs> oh my god. So bad. Yep. So that was episode forty-two. Um, and then we settled on the current hosts. Adina disappeared with the relaunch. I actually, I have not seen Adina on Twitter or active on Facebook for a very long time. I saw her in Jersey. Yeah, I saw her in Jersey as well. I think that might have been the last time I actually saw her in person. But no, besides for judge pictures on Facebook that she's tagged in, haven't seen anything. Yeah. So, hope she's doing okay. But uh, the show must go on, as they say. And here we are. And we've had some doozies of guests on the show. Well, I presume you have the episode history up. Uh, yeah, it's somewhere around. You can, you can, can you tell stuff in his brain. Can you tell us the first guest to ever appear on Horde of Notions? I have a feeling I remember correctly. Uh, so we're obviously saying that it's not you guys. No, correct. Where's the... No. Is it Grocklar? No, I believe it was episode two or three. Really? Because episode one is n- no one, and then episode... T- oh, actually, it is episode two. Carlos? It is Carlos. Yes. Mencia? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely correct. You idiot. I mean, he steals everything. Still a guest slot. <laughs> yes, Carlos, who at the time was one of the hosts of Commander Cast. Yes. Is he no longer the host of Commander Cast? Dude, I don't even think Commander Cast still exists. I'm surprised Podcasts exist still. Like, I understand that KYTs exist because he runs a site, and I understand that Limited Resources exist because Marshall runs a site, but does anyone uh, do any other podcasts exist? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's Cedric Phillips' podcast. Sure. Plug away. Plug any podcast that you host. I don't host that. Or I've never been edited. It. Sorry. Well, how does that help me? I get paid regardless. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, yeah, Carlos was the first guest. I think episode three I missed. That might have been episode five, though. Is that the only... That must be, like, the only episode you've ever missed. I've missed two. You hosted one. Oh, it's true. That was fantastic. I mean, we just had this chemistry, Will. Yes. Yeah, and that you almost blew everything up. Uh, okay. Considering that I was responsible for it, almost blowing everything up would be a sign of success. Okay. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, we've had, obviously, Conley Woods was the first big name, I believe. Episode 5. I can maybe agree with that. I don't know. What's happened to Conley? I don't think I've seen him play in a while. He's around. Oh, my first episode was 20. Was it? Yep. Um, number five is, yes, Conley. Number four is the one that you're away. Okay. Yeah, number five was um, was a really fun show with Conley. Uh, we tried to start a beef between him and Chapin that didn't quite uh, didn't quite come off the way we hoped. How are, backed, how are you hoping he did to come off? Well, Conley was claiming that he was the one who invented Jace, not Chapin. Uh, I'm and, pretty sure it's Wizards of the Coast that invented Jace. Uh, ha, 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 ha. I remember that conversation. It was an interesting conversation. I was like, ah, you had it here first, folks. Patrick Chapin stole the credit, and Conley was like, whoa, 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 I didn't say that. So, yes. Maybe we can talk about actual hosts that people remember, or guests. Well, uh, the episode eight is uh, Noel de Cordova, I think, who used to write from the lab on the mothership. Am I getting that right? Uh, sure. Yes. Another one with the episode list in front of you. I'm yeah, just how do you remember all this stuff? Like, I don't even remember what we talked about, like, three weeks ago. Did we podcast yeah, three like, weeks ago? It's because you're useless. Yeah, darn straight. Yeah, episode eight was Noel de Cordova, which at the time was I thought was a huge coup, because nobody had had him on a show before. Uh, he was really quiet. And that's about all I'm going to say about that. He has since disappeared from magic, however. Yeah, I, don't, I remember the name, but I don't remember anything else about him. Well, I mean, he used to write for the Mothership, like I said, but since he stopped writing the uh, From the Lab uh, articles, I haven't seen him on anything at all. Which is a shame, because I thought he was pretty good at writing the stuff anyway. He used to get the hat, right? The hat? Yeah, there's a guy on the mothership that has a hat. Or the hat a hat. Or few people on the mothership have hats. I don't think so. He was the uh, the ginger kid with the baby face. I don't know who these people are. Uh, and then episode nine was what I will call the first of our best episodes ever. I'm pretty sure I wasn't on it, so that's clearly not true. And you have reinforced my point. Episode 9 was entitled, and I could be wrong, it might have been 10, uh, it was entitled Grocklaw of the Stone Stick. Ha, wrong again, it's 11. So who was 9? 
Nine was uh, the four of you. What the hell is Artilleromancer in modern? I don't know. See, this is why th- this is why the podcast was just terrible without me. <laughs> I mean, I would have never sure allowed that- such garbage. Let me look that card up. I don't even know what it does. I don't think it's a card. I think it's yeah, just you guys making up. Never be named Artillo Romancer. <laughs> Is there anything in the show notes like a deck list or anything? Uh, no, it just says Artillo Romancer in modern. No link. Which is honestly probably. Uh, wait, let's see. No. Uh, oh no! Oh, remember barrel rolls? Yes. Travis doesn't because he wasn't around. And um, yeah, no, that's uh, it. Also, this episode talks about breaking mo- etch monstrosity. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I remember that. I yeah, clearly, clearly, uh, etch monstrosity. You broke it. Play it with Malira. Wait, how does that break it? You don't remember? This is how the whole me and Malira thing started. All oh, right, monstrosity is the one that is like a twenty twenty or a ten ten or something. It's a ten ten. It enters the battle when it enters the battlefield. You put five minus one minus one counters on it, and you can pay Wooburg and remove the counters to draw three cards. Yeah, I was thinking about etched oracle, which also doesn't interact with Malira. So I was like, wait, if it comes in with plus one plus one counters, then Malira just removes them. How is that good? And I was like, alright, Malera doesn't remove plus one plus one counters. Yeah. No, she stops you from putting them on in the first place. Right. Yeah, we'll get it right. I'll do my worst. Yeah, that was uh that was certainly one of my worst ideas. Uh that's saying something. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's a cute interaction. You have to admit that it is at least a cute interaction. I mean, I'll admit that I did win a uh, all new Phyrexia uh, team draft because my opponent had that card and actually, in the deciding game, cast it, paid five colors to remove the mana and then it removed the counters and attack for lethal. So yes, that's uh, <laughs> I do have slightly fond memories of that card. But no, I think the, uh, the the idea was definitely bad. I will admit to that. It, well, and bad in that it's not tournament viable. It was fun, like Aurelius Fury. You mean? Uh, actually, I think Aurelius Fury might even be better. But it's still not tournament viable. Sure, let's go with that. So that was. I still don't know what Artilleromancer is, and that's going to bug me until I uh, go and listen to the episode. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, Noyan was still on that episode. That's really hard to listen to. I could, I guess, I could just Google Artilleromancer. I did. It just shows up a bunch of stupid Horde and Ocean links. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is terrible. What is Artilleromancer? Or the fact that you can't remember? Yeah, both. It's probably something like Orcish Artillery and Grim Lavamancer. Which is no. not a combo, but, you know. 
Whatever. Somehow I don't think so. Then you... See, I feel the early cast must have been really bad, because all you seem to do is have, like, guest hosts on. Like, it goes 10 is Carlos, 11 is Groklar, 12 is Funky Cold Medina, and... 13 is not Noyan. Okay, yeah, um, Groklar, of course, was Mike, Michael J. Flores. And that cast was absolutely hilarious. He spent the whole show just insulting us all. And being Mike Flores. Which is, I mean, if you're going to do something insulting Lansdale for an entire show, is pretty much the way to go. Travis is all right. sad and falling asleep. Neither is true. So yeah, that that episode was just brilliant though. I really enjoyed everything we talked about on that show. And for the long time, the longest time, I don't think anything could possibly top it. Twelve was Medina. We had a, that was a two part show, right? Yes. Yeah, because that was like three and a half hours long. And this was back before I got good at editing, and I just I couldn't handle editing it anymore. So I chopped it in half and put up the first half. Because at the time, Medina was hot news, and getting him out there on our cast was going to be great for our numbers, and I just wanted to get it up, which is a problem Travis still has. Uh, see. keep coming back to my penis. <laughs> I mean, it's a small topic. Not the size that counts, it's how you use it. So 13 was nobody? Nobody. So the next guest was probably, what, John Lauks? Big Head Joe. Oh, right. Yes, of course. He was funny, but that's what you'd expect from Big Head Joe. He's still doing UMGG taps, as far as I know. That's entirely possible. More importantly, though, 16 was... Actually, 16 was John Locke's, and it talks about Birthing Pod, which is probably the first of every single episode to talk about Birthing Pod. <laughs> but it's, yeah. also called, it's also entitled Mailbag. Remember when people actually like wrote into the show and like commented and stuff? Those were the days. I suppose. We still get that if we ask for it on uh, Twitter. You mean whore ourselves out like the A-Team? Pretty much. So episode Got a problem six... with whores, Will? Uh, no. No, I don't. I mean, that was, the female uh, kind I don't have a problem with. Not a big fan of male whores. What was the date on episode 16? Uh, like 2009? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if it was at the time that... Uh, New Phyrexia was just coming out. 2011. Holy moly. No, the first episode ever was like New Phyrexia. Or like, New Phyrexia is about to come out. Something like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember doing spoilers, though. Yes, but do you remember the episode when we had Zach Hill and he said Birthing Pot originally cost two mana? And was one to activate? Yes. I do remember that. I can still see Travis's boner from here for it. <laughs> Probably still feel it from there, too. Uh, <laughs> I love that... You don't even know how to respond to that, do you? No, I was just reading the episode number 18, which, again, still not on. We're we're still not the good episodes of Horde Notions. But it's... Chris, Jack, and Adina are joined. Bed. There's just bed in there, which shouldn't be there. 
but are joined by Adina's little playfriend, Cooper. Aw, <laughs> uh, isn't that cute? She brought along a buddy. Like, I don't understand how Adina didn't hate you. Like, she probably does, but I don't understand after writing that <laughs> summary. Yeah. Although, I'm just looking down at uh, episode 16. We really didn't give enough love to John Lauks being on there. Because? Because John Lauks was awesome. It says... For my time, it's all your fault, Chris. Way to go. John Lauks, limited resources co-host and great designer search 2 contestant John Lauks. What more did you want? He was just... He was, until Brad, the best chemistry we had with any co-host. That's I not thought. true. Number one of all time is still Chapin. No, disagree. Yeah, 100% agree, because Chapin spent the entire episode telling you you're wrong, putting you down, and, I mean, like, is that not the best co-host you ever wanted? No. Well, it is for me, so suck it. Episode 19, the one and only Frankie Richard. She said there was no way. Yes, that happened. It's also where you say goodbye to former host, Noyan. I'm so disappointed. You seem very sad. Also, you're discussing modern post-bannings. What was banned? Oh, I guess it was after the first PT. I guess? Speaking of which, modern... I reverse my stance. I disagree with all modern bannings, with the exception of, like birthing pod. That's the only one that had to go. I'm now officially against all modern bannings. I need to start unbanning stuff. Maybe Blazing Shoal could have gone too, but not even. I think Blazing Shoal... Like, Ponder and Preordain going, yeah, fine, whatever. But, like, that deck without Ponder and Preordain, I don't think it's the same quality or level. The Blazing Shoal deck I'm talking about. It just makes Infect far more clunkier. Plus, the one that makes things big. Become Immense. Is just like better. So tangent about modern because we haven't talked about that in like three weeks. Do you think they really need to ban, ban anything in modern? I think they need to unban stuff. I think there's some stuff they need to unban, but I I wouldn't mind Splinter Twin being banned. Oh my God! Speaking of taking your penis and beating it with a dead horse, stop already. We get it. You want Splinter <laughs> Twin gone? It's not happening. I, I, don't know. I, I said, if you're going to ban Birthing Pods, you need to ban Splinter Twin. They uh, did the, won both the major events since. And it came, like, Splinter Twin did what Birthing Pod used to do in GPs. It didn't dominate, it wasn't half the top eight, but it did win the event, and there was another Splinter Twin deck in ninth, and another one in eleventh. Not only that, but it warps the format. You can't right, build a deck but like, willing to what, One was Dan Lanthier, who's a buddy of mine, Two is Kenji, who everyone loves, so I don't understand why you want to make them sad, Travis. And and three was Paul. Paul. Just Paul. dabbling with the unnatural will. Paul. Why, what do you have against, why do you hate Kenji, Travis? Why? Why do you hate Kenji? Is it because he's a better streamer than you? Are you jealous Paul. of his insane streaming skills? Did you Paul. see that Paul shirt, by the way? That is fantastic. Paul. I, I still think they should have made the Chiano fire pole. That was my favorite. No, the picture of Paul made up of Pauls is just 
the best. Yeah, but I wouldn't wear that out in public. If people look at me like, why are you wearing a dude's face? Why would you wear a magic shirt in public? Are you the kind of guy that, like, goes to a bar dressed in, like, his judge uniform and, like, hey, baby, I'm a L2 magic judge. Yeah. Not anymore. (laughs) Why you judge me? Anyway. Are you an L1 now? Demoted. Bam. Can't you be demoted once you reach a certain level? You can be demoted at any time. Episode 21. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm pretty sure you forgot the episode with the pit <laughs> boss of com. The legend... The legend... You misspelled legendary. William not. London. No, it's... You, you misspelled... You didn't put... But it's supposed to be L-E-J-U-N-D-A-R-Y-E. Because <laughs> Jen don't care about spelling. That's right, I spelled legendary with an E. Oh, God. Yes, well, you were on episode 20. All right, Don't let's talk about 21. With the new fourth member, Will. Yeah! <laughs> Who wishes we hadn't written that? And it was all downhill from there. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going up the wrong hill. We talked about building decks. Oh, That's right. <laughs> and then episode 22 was after we went on hiatus. <laughs> yeah. You're a hiatus. So, <laughs> no. There was only a two-week, there was only a two-week uh, break. <laughs> it was, but it's called The Relaunch. And it's Horde Notions is back with a new focus and new attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that was the first time we mentioned magic cards with googly eyes, which sadly doesn't get updated anymore. I don't remember that. Then again, I don't remember what happened two weeks ago, so... Yeah, it's probably not the right person to talk to. Oh, apparently I skipped episode 23. Probably for the best. You were being a family man. Sure. I feel like you also have the episode synopsis open in front of you. I do now. Oh, okay. Uh, Then we can just skip Chewie and go to episode 25, which was the first time John Finkel ever appeared on a podcast. We should never skip Chewie, because Chewie's awesome. You used to hate Chewie. I mean, he's not bad for one of the solos. Uh, This is true. I still don't know how we got Finkel. Like, I really don't understand how we got Finkel. Chris was just like, hey, want to be on a podcast? And he was like, sure, but it'd have to be at, like, one in the afternoon on a Sunday. No, no, that was Chapin that was in the afternoon on a Sunday. No, Finkel was too. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, Chapin was as well, but, like, Finkel was something like... that, or It was, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, something like that. I mean, it was the week before Christmas. Right, but it's still weird, because Chris is like, oh yeah, guys, like we need to record at this time, and we were all, uh, no thank you. And he was like, and well, I was like, we'll oh, be on. And then sure enough, so for those of you who have never actually, you know, had the pleasure of being on a podcast, generally the way that works is all the hosts show up, and then it shows up on Skype. So you all have your profile pictures. And we're like, okay, like, you know, there's the four of us. And then like, and that was the first time, it's just like, oh, like, Chris added John Finkel to the call. 
We're just I'm like, um, <laughs> really, wait, really? Chris isn't trolling us? Honestly, we, we thought Chris was trolling us. It was a bit of a surreal moment. Uh, yeah, a little bit. The best part is when we paused about an hour through the show. And Fink was like, yeah, can we take a quick break? I need to go get a glass of water. And so we go, yeah, sure. So he puts his headset down. He goes to get a glass of water. And all three of us at the same time just go, we couldn't believe it was actually happening. It was pretty sweet. It was enjoyable. Oh. And it would just get better because the next show, we had the only person on the A-team worth talking to. We actually had the entire A-team on that podcast. Uh, no, we didn't. Was that, we, that wasn't the one where we had them all? We just continuously added them on? No, we had Scotty and then Jay at the end. Oh. Well, yeah, that's it. But we had... We just, like, added them on. Jay was, like, playing Dota or League or whatever it does that he plays. I mean, we could say we had KYT on. Nobody would ever know the difference. That is true. KYT's actually been a co-host since the very whoa. beginning. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, two-time Pro Tour competitor, KYT. Uh, he's only competed once. He's Well, he's about to compete the second right, time. Right, but he hasn't yet, so calm down. Why don't you just nitpick some more? And then we had episode 27, which should be known as people putting Lansdale down in, in his place, or the innovator turns instructor, instructing Lansdale to stay in his place. I should point out to, to listeners, before we get to that point, if you ever want to hear one of the strangest and funniest magic stories you'll ever hear, you should definitely listen to episode 26, where we tell you the legend... Of extra balls. I am responsible Here, I for that. In the, the time Chapin was on the A team. Oh, <laughs> I, that was actually after going on the A team. He didn't want to go on a podcast for a very long time, and then just before he came on with us, which was I think just before New Year's, like the twenty ninth or thirtieth of December, I think. Um, he had been on Medina's cut. Oh, Medina's cast, the name of which I've forgotten. And it was like Medina, Frank Lepore, um Trick Jarrett, I think, might have been on it. Sure. Is this the Legacy one? No, that was crazy talk. Yeah, can we get back to how I invented the Legend of Extra Balls? Oh, yeah, I, I said shout out to Extra Balls, and you said, wait, what? Extra Balls? I feel like there's a story here. Yeah, and then I invented a story. You did not invent a story. Yes, I did. And then you told the real story, which is just far worse. Uh, well, sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. Sure. Yeah, Chapin was awesome. Um, the thing about Chapin is, this is something that all you aspiring podcasters out there need to learn. You put Lansdale in this place. When you have a guest on, you need to understand how to get the most out of your guest. Some people like Flores, you just wind them up and let them go. And to some extent, Chapin is like that, too. Especially and when Lansdale's wrong. <laughs> sure. What I decided to do was... Was be extra wrong that day. Just feed him a whole bunch of lines and know that he would go off on them. So you're just going to stick to the story that this was done on purpose and that Chapin didn't actually put you in, his pla in your place, even though he totally did. 
Well, you can tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself to make yourself feel better, my friend. I mean, it ain't like we can't go back and listen and get the truth. All, right, well, the, all that will tell you is that I said some stuff and Chapin corrected me. Yeah, Chris, Chris edited out most of the parts where uh, Chapin put him in his place. That is not true. 100% factual. On a side note, in the Horde Notions, since I searched Horde Notions on MTG Cast, uh, ep- between episode 27 and 28, there's Commander Decks number 69, Willis's Horde of Notions Commander Deck. <laughs> I feel slightly funny because it's Willis. And my name's Will, and I would never play Commander in my life. So, see, that's what we should have done for the hundredth episode. We should have brewed a Horde of Notions Commander deck. Yeah, uh, we could have just changed the podcast name. Not Horde of Notions. Nord of Notions. <laughs> just, just Notions. <laughs> no, Nord of Notions. Uh, that's just not even sensible. Uh, so, episode 28 was Doc Session set review. Nope, Chuck Testa. 29 actually had my f- favorite story that we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> and it was all thanks to Jack. Yeah, it is. Travis wasn't there. We should nope, probably explain I, I it to him. I need to be enlightened on this. Uh, you, uh, listeners... This this one you should probably listen to. But it was a story about Jack pretending to be drunk at a drugstore and trying to buy a box of condoms. And hilarity ensued. He did not have enough money. So he decided to come up with, let's say, an alternative to condoms. <laughs> did he use a garbage bag? Uh, uh, no, no. A garbage bag probably actually would have been better. Uh <laughs> It involved <laughs> it involved some rubber bands and some cling wrap. Yeah, good old so, Carolina contraception. Carolina Carolina condom, which is not a cocktail. Never mind what they try to tell you. You know what? I miss doing this. Uh, number thirty was where we dissected the uh, Dark Ascension event deck. It says I was on here, but I don't remember anything of Dark Ascension. Like, I remember Innistrad, and then I remember um, the one after with the Angels, but I don't remember Dark Ascension. I think by this point, I think the Dark Ascension event deck was the one with Birthing Pod in it, and I think by this point I was full-on hardcore, black-green pod is the best deck in the format, and nobody should be playing anything else, also known as being very, very wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. But I did love that deck, and it was a good deck. It just, yeah. I may have gone slightly overboard with my affection for it. Little bit. Just a tad. But you and I, Will, have both played uh, more than our fair share of pod, I think would be a correct assessment. Yes, unlike another person on this podcast that has a hatred for pod and wants to see it banned in all formats. Yeah, he's uh, Travis. Have you stopped celebrating about Pod's banning yet? I will be mourning for a year and a day. So sad. <laughs> Holy moly! Holy moly! Did you just read? So I'm reading the synopsis for episode 34. Apparently, on episode 33, where it's just you and I, we built a Genesis Wave deck. A Genesis Wave deck that I played. Would you like to guess what colors this Genesis Wave deck was? All five? No. 
Uh, I'm guessing green... Uh, the team of colors. Still no. Is this the deck... You, you played the deck that we brewed on the show? Yes. Oh my god! No wonder you never told me. I never would have talked, stopped reminding you. You're going to have to tell me. It was Jundwave. Oh, Jundwave! Yes, that's right. With uh, Titans and... Um, uh, Urubrask was in there, wasn't it? Yes. It's Urubrask. Thayden. Oh, right, yes. The Shadows. That deck was fun as hell, man. Jund Wave, yeah. You can't give me crap for playing Jund, then, if you're the one responsible for it. Even if you this deck was terrible. Adina breaks the format in episode 31. That could be interesting. Remember when Adina got a deck tech at an SCG open? Yeah, she won like 4-0, I think. She started off... Uh, it was either 3 or 4 oh. Yeah. She didn't win another game after that. <laughs> she started off 4 oh. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but you said it. It was very kitschy as a deck tech. Oh, God, I remember it well. And she didn't even mention the podcast. So bad. Yep. Uh, now I write for SCG. So uh, who won that one? I don't think anyone won that one. Not SCG. Alright, let's see. KYT is 36. 80 minimum. Yeah. Because apparently we can't come up with good names. And then, oh right, we can just, oh my god, I remember these podcasts. With Gloom Surgeon. Oh man. And then... The best Horde Notions title ever. Episode 40. Yeah, that was good. That was well. Jack's our last show. So, who was arguing about Gloom Surgeon? Uh, probably you, me. Yeah, it was you and I, and you said it was good. Yes. And I said it was terrible. And I stand by that. And saw how much play? I saw sideboard play against Burn Decks. Disagree. I still maintain my point. I remember when you gave for Jack Off, you gave three title or three titles, and you're like, "Which one should I use?" And I was like, "Really? Like, how 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 is this a debate? There's clearly only one. I forget what the other two were, but they were pretty bad." <laughs> we can pretty much skip. I think 41. It has a squirrel file. A squirrel. Put me in, Coach Giggity. I mean, we should talk... I think one of the best guests of all time is episode 42. It's Josh. Just no. Just, dear God, no. See, I remember that when it's... We can skip... uh, Maybe I really don't want to be part of this podcast. (laughs) We can skip Travis's introduction and go to Omniscience and Male Forgers. (laughs) Yeah, that was you not being able to speak English. <laughs> What's the actual card name? Omniscience and Malfagor. It's Malfagor? I still yeah. say male forger. <laughs> you just like males, that's all. <laughs> I honestly thought that's what the card was. I didn't know there was like other letters in there. Wow. What can just I say? I- and then somehow Travis still decided that he wanted to be on the cast. You were, uh, Travis, that was when you went to GP Columbus. 
Yes. How did you do? Six, two, and one. So you narrowly missed day two, yep. is what you're telling me. The last round got paired against my absolute worst matchup. Did you start the day 0-2-1 and one, and then just went off six straight? Or were you actually in contention? Uh, I started I started 2-0, then went 2-1-1, one, and one, and then finished up. Then won four in a row, and then lost one. But that was also the day um, uh, GP Columbus champion was, you know, my friend who rode up with me and as I was leaving, I said, here, you can have what's left of my luck since you made day two. And then he went on and went undefeated day two and won the tournament. I do remember that. Beating Lucas Seau in the finals. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. <gasps> Episode 48. I remember that one. I wasn't there, but we were driving back from GP Boston, and we found this Chinese restaurant in the middle of Vermont. And I mean, like, the middle of nowhere in Vermont. That was fantastic. Oh, yes. And, and that was when you scrubbed out at Boston, didn't you? That is, yes. I I mean, that's probably one of my favorite stories of how terribly bad that I did. Where I had two buys. I won the first round. Or, well, I won round three. Round four, I'm played against, paired against a guy that I'm about to beat. When a judge comes over, it's like, stop the match. Pulls my opponent aside... Is like your opponent is getting a game loss for a deck take error, or for uh, an error on his deck list. Well, like I'm attacking for lethal in game one. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so I win this game, and then like I, he loses game two. He's like, no, this game is over right now. So then I appeal to a judge because I was obviously extremely upset because I was about to attack for a win. You shouldn't be just be interrupting matches like this. This is ridiculous. I lost that match. And then I lost the rest of them, and the rest of them, and I'm playing at three and what is it? Three and five <laughs> against the last in the last round against an opponent that shows up. She starts shuffling her deck, and she's shuffling it towards me, and it's a limited tournament. So I just like saw the bottom of her deck, and I go, um, I don't think that's the right deck you have because I saw Stoneforge Mystics. So she just, like, look, go search, she's like, oh my god, this is my legacy deck. I, like, completely forgot my deck in my room. She's like, I, I still want to go back and get it, but then, like, I'll get a game loss. And I was like, "What? whatever, like, just, I mean, run back and get it there, and I'll just, like, tell the judge, oh, you, like, went to the washroom or something like that, and it's completely fine. So she runs off, comes back, like, 15 minutes later, which is just... At which point the judge is like, uh, your opponent hasn't showed up. And I was like, oh, no, she's just like on her way back. She just had to go do something. I'm like, don't worry about it. It's fine. There. She got back, and she's like, oh, my God, I feel like, I feel so bad. Like, I'll give you the match, and then, like, we can play for fun. And I was like, no, whatever. Like, you, you ran back. We'll play the actual match for real. And then she crushed me 2-0. <laughs> oh, well played, that lady. Well played. I was just like, really? Really? This is... It, that was like an awful sealed pool. I mean, I was still an awful limited player, but that was an awful sealed pool. Did you play Jund? Uh, I didn't. I played... Did no, it was it was M13. I actually... It was blue-black, but the only the only like decent cards in my entire pool were Tauren Summons and a Vampire Nighthawk, and just nothing else. 
my deck was really bad. <laughs> See what happens when you don't play Jun. It had yeah, the the Did best rare in that the the best rare in that pool was um the like X the Diabolic Tutor, but for X. Oh yeah. But I didn't have anything worthwhile to go search, so and then episode that format four was pretty good though, wasn't it? Pardon? That format was pretty good. That was the first one that the Chronomaton was in? Yes. No, it, it was a very good format. It was just, I had a terrible deck. And then, of course, episode 48, which was the GP Boston one, is also the uh, the last episode that would be uh, PBN. PBN? Yeah. All right, yes, yes. Because episode 49... Entitled FF Freak and Lands Dirtle was the appearance of probably no, definitely our favorite guest. Uh, eh, mm. Brad Nelson. I can't believe it took us forty nine episodes to come up with Lands Dirtle. <laughs> it was Travis. If, if absolutely nothing else I've given to the cast, I came up with Lands Dirtle. And how Lansdale would just take a deck and then Lansdale it. Yes. Good times. At least I never lost to Lost in the Mist. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's you as well. But, you know, if 49 was awesome, 50 wasn't much worse. As Sam Black was on, and he was really, really, really good. Yes, he was. He's like... He's he's just a good talker. He you know you wouldn't think it to see him. He, he seems really quiet, but once we got him on the show and he started, he he was just really really good at just going. You know. Oh, just about anything. He talks almost like he plays. He it's like he weighs each word before he says it and gets it exactly right. Oh yeah. But it's just like he'd talk about anything. I mean, I remember we asked him because he was on. He was obviously the one that designed the deck that uh, John Finkel had in the top eight of the PT. They ended up losing to Kibler. And he was just like, oh, no, John screwed up. He there, there, There's no reason not to block there. And he yeah. was just, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I, I actually, I really did no, enjoy pers- that. Personally, for me, uh, like Sam is top three. I think he's probably third. John is two, and then one is someone we haven't mentioned yet. Really? You haven't got Brad at one? Brad doesn't count as like a guest. Brad, Brad's, <laughs> Brad's been like on unofficial like, fifth host. Yeah, Brad's been on more times than I have. False. I mean, he might have been physically present more than you. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, the good old playing League of Legends while casting days. Then number fifty-one. He's back. Flores. Yeah. I still think it was better. I, I said in here it might be better than the first one, and it was. Flores has been a very good guest for us. I think other okay. guests have had problems with him, but he's been very good for us. So here are the cards. We each picked four cards from Return to Ravnica, and I think we all had some big hits. So Travis went Fencing Ace, Deathrite Shaman, Jace Architect of Thought, Armada Worm. So Travis was two for four on... Tournament quality cards. Hey, fencing Ace saw a lot of play. No. Two for four. Adina went Corpse Jack Menace, Rest in Peace, Necropolis Regent, Gutter Snipe. So, Adina was one for four. I'll give her one and a half. 
half a gutter snipe. Yeah. yeah. I went Vraska, Desecration Demon, Packrat, Cyclonic Rift. So easily three, three and a half. I'd give you the four. I mean, Desecration Demon and Packrat are obviously right up there. Cyclonic yeah. Rift was a decent player, a big player in it, Mono Blue, uh, and Vraska saw playing Jund. And John Wal- and saw playing Jund before rotation, and then after rotation in Jund Walkers. Yep. And then you went Abrupt Decay, Niv Magus Elemental, Slitherhead. <laughs> really? You guys <laughs> took awesome. all the good cards. I mean, admittedly, I showed a plate to the cast, and like I had to choose after you guys, but like you guys chose all the good cards. I mean, you got one and a half, I guess? Well, Nip Magus Elemental was a really good combo deck whose only problem is that it died to the first card that I picked. <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought Slitherhead was going to be better, and then I picked Azur's Ele- Elocutors because, like, it ha- what the hell are the counters called on it? They're like one uh, of the best counters in Magic. Oh, uh, filibuster counters. Filibuster counters. I was like, I have to pick this card. It's obviously terrible, but it has filibuster counters. Can I just point out that, I picked that before Decay? Yes. Return to Ravnica came out, I had Pack Rat. Sure. You can. You just never played it after that. Uh, that's not true. I did play it. I just never played Mono Black Devotion. No, you played Rock's Faith Mender. I did, because um, it's an amazing card. Will, didn't you also... Uh, no, Will, did. Travis, you loved it too, didn't you? Which one? Rock's Faith Mender. Yeah, I, I played the snot out of it. I want to play a deck with it in Modern. Yeah, you know what you can do is you can uh, play Kitchen Finks and then you can pod the Kitchen Finks into a Rock's Faith Mender. All right, That's you it. can't. <laughs> you are evil. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I played tons of it in, it in Standard. It was would have been sad had I lost in Standard, but I didn't. So, oh wells. Uh, I really liked the the episode fifty two. We should do that more often when we were saying goodbye to. Scar's block. Next time a block rotates, we should do that again. Yeah, goodbye, Theros block. We will miss... Quick, someone uh, name a card in Theros block. Uh, uh, oh, Corsair of Crufix. No, wait, we won't miss yes, that. I will miss it. Silver character. No, not missing that either. I'll miss Elspeth, uh, Sun's champion. Oh, Thoughtseize. Uh, nope, nope, ain't nobody missing that. It's <laughs> just not happening. Damnation. Oh, right. They didn't reprint that. Oops. Number 53. Rock's Faith Mender is better than Delva. Only bringing that up because of the title. Oh, man. Uh, remember? And then Eggs won a Pro Tour. Ugh. Yes, and I was so happy. Jeez, that is just uh, terrible. Whoa, I'm, I don't know Eggs was a good deck, but it's one of those ones you don't want to see win a Pro Tour. Because it's like... Keebler did. You just get up and leave and wait for it to win. Yeah, but to be fair, Sifka didn't make it boring. Okay, that's probably st- like one of my favorite Pro Tour performances of all time. Just because if you look at Sifka the first day, right, he has a white t-shirt with like a dress shirt over it, like yeah. looks well and prim and proper. <laughs> then on day two, like the dress shirt is just like undone and falling off, and it's just like he looks a little haggard. And on day three, there's just no more dress shirt. The white shirt is just like he's like kill me. Yeah, he just looks like he wants to die. <laughs> <laughs> like most people show up on, for like a top eight, like you know, 
dressed, say, like, you know, better or whatnot, they're well-rested, and, and Sifka was just like, dear God, kill me, I want to die now. <laughs> I mean, he was basically playing the deck because he knew it was the best deck. Yeah. Then after that, we had me being a pro. Oh, yeah, because I won RTR game day. <laughs> yeah, but the people you told us you were playing against, it was like... <laughs> Even friggin' Travis could have won against him. That's still one of my favorites. It doesn't exist anymore. Is that that store was... about my playability. Yeah, you're terrible. Uh, the store that I actually that I won at, which obviously the competition was unbelievably terrible, but it had the most. They didn't actually have singles. What they did is the regular players could just put their cards up for sale, and then the store would sell them at like taking a commission off of them, which is really weird because the store is in, like, the middle of nowhere, and literally the only people that I ever go into it are, like, the ten regulars. But I did manage to pick up some foil thrag tusks at, like, 15, 20 bucks back when they were 50. That store was so bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a reason why I closed. They're closed now? Speaking of which, how to beat Thrag Tusk? Just Vraska your opinion. Ugh. Jeez. <laughs> Why do we let Lansdale be in charge of stuff? <laughs> oh, man. I think he's well, slowly driving were... uh, LSB crazy with his puns. Everybody was so fed up with Thragtusk decks and gaining all that life that we decided to come up with an idea that won without it. Apparently oh, I was in on this. Travis built a fog deck with Otherworld Atlas in it. I remember, was, wasn't Otherworld Atlas one of the cards we both liked? Uh, probably not. I think more importantly <laughs> is that I apparently launched the award for excellence in Lands Durdling, which, if I remember correctly, actually had a prize associated with it, but no one ever actually sent any in. So, no one actually got the prize. <laughs> you guys missed out. I think it was like 25 bucks in store credit for face-to-face games I was personally going to give you if you came up with something really great. But no one ever did. Oh, wells. Because there's only one Lansdale. There is only... You take take a deck and you landsdell it. <laughs> Darn right. Oh, four fifty eight was the inside tech. Oh yeah, that was a cool show. Yeah, especially because uh, we got the tech before uh, Brad won a tournament with it, and then Travis and I bought up a bunch of Crater of Behemoth online or in real life and made a killing off of it. Hey, do you have any Crater of Behemoths left online? Me, no. Damn. I sold them all when they went from, like, two or three tickets to 20. Thanks to Brad. Thanks, Brad. Back up to 20. Well, I don't play much Magic Online. But, yes, that was actually, even though I wasn't there, Chris sent me the copy of it, and that was actually cool because we had access to a deck before it went out. Yeah, that was sweet. So that was... Uh Oh, then we had Ali Andrazi on for episode 60. Yes, where I kept thinking that Chris mispronounced his name, and Chris occasionally did mispronounce his name. I don't remember that. Just to the, Right at the start, right? I think so. Uh, oh, man, upcoming PTQ seasons. Han 
and tackles the archetypes of modern format. So I assume we talked about Jund. Modern Optimus Primer. I like that name. Oh, no, speaking of which, uh, remember how I'm really good at losing in top four PTQs? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm equally as good at losing in the top four of PPTQs. Wow. You're going to have to learn how to not do that, Will. Yeah, I'll try. I did it last week. Wasn't good. Oh, well. Oh, another terrible pun for 64. Mailing it in? No, that's what we do every episode. Is this ethereal life? Is this just geisty? Wow, Chris, you're really horrible at these puns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, picks! Picks from Gatecrash. All right, let's start with Will. Unexpected results. (laughs) Boris Charm. Ding! Gideon (laughs) Chepard. Ding! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, first amount of really a cheery call. Biovision <laughs> 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 really bad. Well, yeah, you got to play that with unexpected results. Hey, I got two of five. <laughs> Probably the most important car in the set. Oh wow, you're so terrible. Read the read the last one. Don't read read the last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Travis. Travis didn't even get any. Uh, what a sh- uh, let's give him credit for Prime Speakers again. No, I'm not giving him any credit for that. That card saw some play. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give you a quarter. Uh, Dust Mantle Seer. I thought it was always really close, but it never got there. Obsidat. Well, yeah, that's a definite. Yep. Night Veil vale Spectre. Was was that? A, did that see any play at all? Seriously, you like built mono black? Jeez. <laughs> uh, Fire Main Avenger. Nope. I think it suffered from all the other good four power four casting cast yeah. flights. And uh, Blind Obedience did see a fair amount of play, uh, mostly in sideboards though. Oh, I lost a tr- I lost a Chris. I did pick the most important card out of the set, but I still lost a Chris. And then we looked at some of the picks from Modern. Uh Will got three. <laughs> you said Master Biomancer because it could go in pod. <laughs> really? That doesn't yeah. sound like something I'd say. Because it do- it's another way for Pod to go infinite. With it doesn't things. actually go in Pod, though. Uh, Skullcrack, Illness in the Ranks, and Boros Charm were all obviously correct. Yep. Uh, Travis, big old zero again there, buddy. No, he had Burning Tree. That's his play? Yeah. Well, sure. A little bit. Which is and still somehow, better than you. What the hell, what the hell is a Spell Rupture? Oh, um, like, Jesus, I can't even remember. It's a counter spell. I just can't remember what it does. Yeah, I know it's a counter spell. Counter target spell unless it's control and pays X, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Uh-uh. I mean, it's, it's seen zero play, but I don't think it was that terrible a call. Mm, yeah. I got the two most important ones. Well, two of the more important ones. I don't understand how no one said Domri. And then Illness sees some play. But Skullcrack and Boris Charm are definitely two of the bigger pain in the butts in modern. Yep. Uh, Fantasy Proto, not important. Well, you skipped Marshall the Hordes. Oh, did I? Oh, God, I did. I forgot that one. Finally got Marshall on the show. 
Yes, and Marshall swore. He did. <laughs> um, it's not actually in the cast, but he swore. Yeah. So after the show goes off the air, we had mentioned before we started, or during the show, that we've only ever canceled one show and refused to put it up. And we told him we'd tell him after the show, and we said who it was, and he goes, oh yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> we got to hear Marshall his, swear. His jaw just dropped. I mean, you can hear his pedestal breaking and Marshall falling to the ground. Oh my god, did I actually host episode 69? Wow. Yes. I missed. That is fantastic. Because I was stuck in the middle of nowhere. Lost in the wilderness, a small town, Newfoundland. The crew muddles through without him to discuss PT, Gate Crash, GP, Quebec City, and Modern. We've been big fans of Modern. They also look at the logistics of large GPs and how the latest successful decks might impact the FM scene. I really hosted this episode. This like doesn't have enough penis jokes in it in its description. I know you played the straight man that episode. Weird. I know. Oh, we tried to break yeah. hot with summoning. Really? You didn't make a joke about that? Fine, I'll let it go. It seemed pretty easy, but alright. Yeah, we clearly broke Heartless Summoning. We tried to. It failed. Oh, we had Sam Davis on. I forgot that. We also had Travis Wu. Yeah, let's try to for the show. We should try to forget more of that. I don't think he was actually very good on the show. Uh, and then episode 74, probably one of the greatest ones ever. This is not top three guests, but definitely honorable mentioned. mention. <laughs> Reed, yeah. Which, of course, is funny because you guys had Reed Duke on to discuss Jund while I was not there. Oh, yeah, you were stuck in a blizzard on your way back from punting a PGQ. I think that was the one you made the finals of. Yeah, nice daggers, but that never happened. Remember how I said you... I was really good at losing in top four? I'm really good at losing in top four. 100% I mean, gonna... success rate. If you're going to be good at something, you should probably be good at, oh, I don't know, winning a Pro Tour qualifier, maybe? Yeah, I, I'd probably just take winning a Pro Tour, but that's never going to happen. So, you know, oh, well. See you you got to get that first. Uh, yeah, this... Uh, I mean, any show that has Reed Duke on it is going to be better than any show without Reed Duke on it. That's just hard fact. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot that we had number 76 on. Uh, uh, that episode was fantastic. Oh, yeah. The only thing that keeps that from being in my top three of all time was his sound quality. That's true. 76 was Zach Hill. Confirms uh, everything. Every Just after he had left Wizards. It was a very good episode. It was incredibly good. He again, was... We're in again, we learned that Birthing Pod originally cost two and one to activate. And I wept when I learned that. He was educational. He was relaxed. It was a really good interaction with all of us. And he's just a nice guy. That is true. And he's enthusiastic about everything. He signed my devastating summons in GP Jersey. He did lie to me. He said that uh, Ancestral Recall was going to be reprinted in the corset. Yeah, he did say that. It was not. It, it definitely was not. Number 77, another classic. Jund in all formats. <laughs> oh, you know why it was a classic? Because you punted another PGQ top eight. Hey, 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 at least... I'm consistent. <laughs> oh, my. 
Yeah, but you're just terrible. Lamb's Tell, where good decks go to die. Shut up. <laughs> you're the one that writes these titles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was a huge gap, and then we came back again in July. Yes, with Reborn. Yeah, that was funny. 79. That, oh, that's when we switched to... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Mana Echoes. Yes. Oh, right, that's why there's a bunch of these that are missing. Number 80, your newt is bigger. What? I don't know who comes oh, up with I these newt. I newt, your newt, yes. We were talking about the, the festering newt. Thing I think I suppose. Oh, the the witches brew deck. Yeah, because this was M14 spoiler, so we were debating Archangel Thune, Scavenging Ooze, Colonial Hydra, Garrett Caller of Beasts, Chandra Pyramids, and so we got all the good cards anyway. Where do you see the the titles for it? Because the Horde Notions website doesn't update. We should talk to Adina about really keeping this more up to date. <laughs> uh no. Uh, oh, 82, Brad was on for the third time. <laughs> That's a very odd way to saying it. I don't actually remember these. I mean, I remember Ruben being on, and that was okay, I suppose. Yeah, Ruben was good to have on, but Brad was just hilarious. It was like, what was it? Ruben was, oh yeah, it was like a day in the life of SCG. Lansdale was trying to find out how it goes so he could get Ruben fired and take his job. 50% complete, Lansdale. <laughs> so, 86 is my favorite guest of all time on. Yeah? Yeah. Which was Mr. Kai. Just because it was back and forth, joking, completely casual, absolutely no format. It wasn't like random questions or whatnot there. And it was just, let's talk about anything. And, yeah, he... He was pretty open as well about the fact that, yeah, he's probably better than John. <laughs> yes. If he has time to prepare. And then there's some that are missing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think we had any guests on between 87 and sort of 95 or 94. Yeah, we have had a dearth of guests. Which is fine. Ooh, 93 is where I punt another PTQ. <laughs> I probably could have guessed that there was one of those in there somewhere. 2013. So this is like... Yeah, we took almost all 14 off. Which was... Two th what was two th which PTQ did I punt in November? <laughs> <laughs> There's been so many he can't remember individuals. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I bet you were playing John. Uh, there are actually PTQs, top 8s, that I lost in that I wasn't playing Jund. There was uh, a blue-white control one. There was a limited one. This one must have been Jund. What was 2013, November? That was like... No, that was... um. Oh, no, it was limited. It was Theros limited. Yes. Oh, that was such a good sealed deck, and then not good the rest of the way. You know, it happens. And then, for some reason, we decided to come back with 94. 
Which is still good. It's very weird. It's very weird reminiscing about this. Like, for example, picking cards, we definitely need to do that. Yeah. We didn't do it for Fate Reforge. That's what... Oh, now I remember. Because we used to do episode... We used to do um, reviews for sets that were just so insanely long, which is what we're doing, which is what we did for Fate Reforge. Instead, we're just like, pick cards. Clearly, we don't learn from our mistakes. <laughs> yeah. We're bad at this game. We are. But for some reason, we we like it, just like everyone else. It's kind of hard not to like this game. It pretty much sucks you in, and then you're just there forever. I mean, look at Travis. Travis is, it's like, like okay. 83 years old by now. It's like... You know what, just for that, since we were reminiscing, we're bringing back Lance Turtle. Like, forever and ever. I can't believe I let that go. Yeah, it should have never left. Jeez. Well, this is what happens when Chris decides to go be, like, himself and be like, Guys, I'm not podcasting anymore. Hmm. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. Pretty much exactly what you said. You're like, eh, no. If you want to podcast, then podcast without me. And I was like... I'm so lazy. Anyway. This this is true. Will is so lazy. <laughs> so it's been a quite a ride. Uh, we've had some great guests. We've had some lousy guests. We've had Travis. Oh, right. You said lousy guests. My bad. <laughs> we've had... He was some, saving you for lousy hosts. We've had some very good calls on cards. We've had some terrible calls on cards. Yeah, I called the Rob Decay. Ding. Uh-huh. What else did you call, Well, I called Domri Raid. And Azel is elocuted. It has filibuster counters on it. <laughs> yeah, totally a tournament quality card, man. I'm, I'm really glad you picked that one out. Oh, sweet. I just found a stack of cards. Six Heliods, six Thassas, six Erebos, three Perforos, four Nilias, two Karanos. Ooh, some Windswift Teeths. Sacred Foundry, Temple Garden, Hallowed Fountain, Overgrowth 2, and Stomping Grounds. Ooh, look at oh, look at all these abrupt decays. Oh, John John cards. Garrick mm-hmm. Relentless. Man, why you gotta be so mean that I can't play John? I'm still playing Abzan instead. Can they just reprint Lightning Bolt at standard? <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Cool. I'm all in then. Did Travis just drop the mic? Nope, that would have been Will. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. But yeah, I don't behave myself at work. You think really think I'm going to leave work and then start behaving myself? I, I don't think so. And then after this weekend's podcast, there will be spoilers for Dragons of Tarkir. That's crazy. Right, how did we get there already? I don't know. But luckily, we like got bad set reviews with Fate Reforged out of the way, so now we can actually... like. Dragons of Tarkir, pick cards and whatnot. I want to double check. You hope. Well, I mean, I didn't say they were good picks. I just said we'd pick cards. Right, but we don't know if we're going to get any good cards to pick. Oh, I'm sure we'll be able to pick terrible ones. It's pre-release is the 21st of March. So that means spoiler season would be next week. Yep, next week. Oh, boy. Huh? actually quite ridiculous. Uh, it is, but what can I say? It means favorite Forge cards should be at a a premium, since they will be actually played less than... 
Well, not really, because this one is going to be open more than most set, most second sets, isn't it? Yeah, because it's uh, drafted with dragons. Well, no, it'll be open the exact same amount. Because there's still only one pack in the draft. Right, but normally it's like, like for example, if you look at the world, like World Wake is kind of the prime example, right? Or if you will, Dark Ascension. So normally it's drafted with the small set, and then when the or the big set, or fall big set, and then when the spring big set comes out, then uh, it's not drafted anymore. Whereas this one, it will be drafted. So there's actually be slightly less of the fall big set opened, but normally the fall big set comes in out in April. So I guess you have like a, an extra month of more drafting the fall big set. You know what? Also, uh, it also means dragons turkey, right? What? Uh, it means that winter should be going bye bye when it comes out. Did you just actually say going bye bye? Uh, yes. How would you say it? <sighs> like an adult, more than likely. Well, how would an adult say it? How about leaving? Going away? So going bye bye. Anyway, so thank you guys for joining us for the hundred that we've had so far. And we hope you will be with us as we continue to record this show. Much as you might not want to hear that, it's happening. It is. And by when we say we want you to be here, Josh Lemish, this doesn't apply to you. We know you're not going anywhere. <laughs> we've tried. <laughs> Also, technically, this isn't really episode 100, since the Medina episode was two episodes. It's like 13A and 13B. So this is actually 101. Yeah, these number things are just dumb. I mean, Chris does have to take off his shoes to count the 20. Well, <laughs> says the guy from Kentucky. We can smell our own. Anyway, on that note, let's wrap this baby up. So for Will and for Travis, this is Chris saying join us again next time for another exciting episode of Horde of Notion. Hell right.